Hello everyone, this is Levi Gelb from the Chassidish Parsha, and you're listening to the new podcast, Chassidus, which is an explanation in English of Sefer HaMaymarim Tafrish Samaches from the Rebbe Rashab, each episode containing an explanation of one page from that Sefer with the goal to finish the entire Sefer. And at the beginning of every episode, we'll also have a synopsis of the previous episode. You'll also notice in the description for that day's episode, there'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. Rampage Kuf Hay, 105, four lines on the top. And we're just speaking about the idea of Hashem's hair and the special superiority quality of the mitzvah of Tzitzis, which is hinted to in this idea of Hashem's, Hashem's hair, the strands of the Tzitzis. And the, and the superiority of the tzitzis over all the other mitzvahs is that they draw down not just from the arichanpin, the, the external level of kesser, but even from atik, which is the idea of uh, the garment of Hashem is like the white snow, and his hair is like semer naki, is like clean wool. So then we go on to explain that there's really the word shin ayin resh, or it could be shin or sin, it could either mean shar, which is a great gateway, which is uh, which flows through that, like a, a great revelation of godliness, or it could be a sin, and therefore it could be like a, a hair follicle, which travels through that hair, uh, just a very diminished um, diminished energy from the soul, or from the brain, actually. And therefore a person doesn't feel, when, he, when his hair is cut, he doesn't feel it in his body, in his brain. So and he says uh, that the and the spiritual idea of hair is the idea of halachis of the Jewish laws of the Torah, like the verse implies kivutzeis of taltalim, his locks of hair are hill, hills upon hills, and the Gemara says that tili tilisham halachis that refers to the hills upon hills, the mountains upon mountains of Jewish laws of the Torah. So we said the Torah comes from chachma, and the hairs are drawing down amshacha a flow from the Tainuk of Hashem, which is Atik, which is that level which we spoke about that the Tzitzis drink, draw down, the pleasure of Hashem into Chachma. Is We said that Tainuk, that pleasure is totally tra- transcends Chachma. That Tainuk actually refers to the essence of the infinite energy of Hashem. Because the, word, the way that we experience pleasure down here is totally different than the way that pleasure is defined above. Pleasure down here is from something which is outside of you from like a good food or a good intellectual idea. So it's already it's always it's always made up of something outside of the person. Even the pleasure that the that the soul's taking on Eden is from the godly energy which they comprehend. But from Hashem's perspective, there's nothing outside of him, therefore his his pleasure is within himself and is from nothing outside of himself. Um so he said that it's etsamatainukshmitsatma. It's just an essential pleasure from himself similar to the idea that his existence is from himself. So therefore, when we say pleasure above, we're referring, to, we're referring directly to the essence of the infinite energy of Hashem, the essence of Hashem, which totally transcends Chochmah. But the idea of the hairs is that it's drawing down from that, that essential pleasure of Hashem within Chochmah. As we see that when a person understands a new intellectual concept, he chaps something, he gets it, then he's filled with pleasure. So that is the idea that within intellect is drawn down pleasure. 
but it's just the external contracted ray of, of pleasure, not the actual essence of pleasure. And this is the idea of the halachis, that the Jewish laws are sirees or hairs, meaning it's the contracted, diminished ray of that pleasure, of Hashem's pleasure, which how it enclosed within the wisdom of the Torah. And so too, the pleasure that the, the souls experience in God Eden is also this idea of the oinig, the pleasure within the Chokmah, within the wisdom of Torah. That that's what the that's the whole involvement of the souls in Gan Eden is in comprehending the wisdom of the Torah. But they're learning the same laws that we're learning in the Torah, but in the spiritual the spiritual sense of these laws. Um, they learn the panemius and the ruchnius, the spiritual and the inner core of the laws, and therefore their pleasure that they experience in this wisdom of the Torah is, is a lot more amazing than what we experience. So, for example, somebody who switches a cow for a donkey, that when in our world it is a physical law, but in Ganeiden, in Ganeiden, even the lower level of Ganeiden, they learn the spiritual element of that law. They see behind the scenes in that law. Four lines from the top now. For now, it's it's known that the names of the animals are not the names which is which have no reason behind them. They're not just names which people has scheming, which people just agreed upon and actually have no intrinsic meaning and no connection to the actual animals. Rather, like the Medrash says about when Hashem brought, Hashem told Adam Adishin, Hashem told Adam to name all the animals and he brought all the animals before him and Adam was able to, Adam Adishin was able to say, to this it's fitting to call the name Shoy, ox, and to each animal, he said this fitting name, and that in the that shows that to actually each name of each animal, Adam Rishon was able to see the spiritual source of that animal and the characteristics of that animal, and based on that, he named it that Hebrew name. It shows that the name is not just something which he came up with, which has no meaning, has no connection to the actual animal, but actually, the name shows upon indicates the actual source, the spiritual energy of that animal. because the letters. The letters Shin Vav Resh of the which spell ox actually enliven, give energy to that animal, the ox. And to this animal, it's fitting to be called a donkey. Because those letters of Ches Mem Vav Resh, which spell Chamer, donkey, are what enliven that animal. So it comes out, the conclusion is that the names of all the creations, of all the entities, are the energy. The divine energy which enlivens those creations, as is explained in Shariyach Vamuna in the second section of Tanya, that the letters of speech, the letters of Hashem, the Asarim Emores, the ten utterances of creation, actually are the energy for all of creation. Each letter has a different; it's a different channel for a different level of divine energy. But there is within this idea of these letters of the different creations, there is different levels. The shame share hein hein ha isen ha isis the pnei shares of Merkava. So the the, the name share ox shin vav resh. It's the exact same letters as the as the letters which spell the pnei shares of Merkava, the face of the ox on the divine chariot, which is referring to a really a sublime godly angel in the world of Bria. So we see that the physical animal down here and the spiritual. Uh, the spiritual source of that animal above, which is the angel, which is hinted to in the face of the ox in the divine chariot, which is Cheskel Sana's vision, have the exact same letters.
So how could we? How could they say that they have the exact same letters? Seemingly, these are two totally op, not opposite, but very far and distant in their levels. The physical being of the, of the ox or the spiritual angel of the Pnei Even though there is myriads upon myriads of levels of chain of chains of descent and diminishments. Um, between the Pnei between the face of the ox on the divine chariot, until the physical ox down here, which the that that face of the ox on the divine chariot is the source for the energy for the soul of that ox down here. Even though there's many levels between them, Agan and also the way in which the physical ox down here receives that energy from that spiritual source is in a way of nefila falling. I'd like to explain in Kabbalah the idea of the Shvita Sakelim that the source of all the sparks of, the, of divine energy within the physical objects down here come into those objects not in a way of direct connection, not in the way where they feel the direct source, they feel their source, rather in a way of falling, just like when a person falls he or something falls down. It's not something which is uh, going down in a, direct, in a direct way where a person is, so to say, like putting that object down. No, it's falling without any, without any rhyme or reason, without any connection to where it fell from. Just um, so that's the idea of falling. All these divine sparks which enliven the physical entities down here, they come to them in a way of falling in the shvita because of the breaking of the vessels in the world of Teyu, where There's too much energy for these vessels to handle, and then the divine energy fell into them, not in a way where that which which implies that the physical entities down here don't feel their source because the way that they receive their energy is in a way of falling, is from the breaking of the vessels, not in a direct connection. Whereas all the um, entities in this world which are holy, which are bottle, which feel a, a submissiveness to their source, all receive their energy in a direct way, not in a way of nefila. Nevertheless, so that even though there's, there's myriads upon myriads of levels between the physical ox and the spiritual source of the ox and the divine chariot, nevertheless, being that they are the same exact letters, which enliven both of those entities, the physical ox and the spiritual source, the that implies that the this energy that enlivens both of these entities did not go that far down. The divine energy which goes down into the physical ox, being that it's the same letters as its source, that implies that the energy did not descend too much. And the fact, and how do we see that that the energy didn't descend so low? The fact that this energy came down and now creates or enlivens an animal, a, a pure animal, which is, has the ability to ascend above, which has the ability to be, to be uplifted back to its source and to become subsumed and absorbed in holiness through us, through a Jewish person eating that that animal for the sake of heaven, in order to use that energy to learn Torah or to serve Hashem better. So the fact that we can uplift it shows that the energy really didn't descend that low. Even though there's so many levels and so many diminishments in order for that physical ox to get that energy, and the energy fell to it in a way where it doesn't feel its direct connection to the source, still it's not that far away, and that's why we have the ability to uplift it, this pure animal. And it came down here, and it now is enclosed into an animal which can be uplifted. But a donkey, which is not a pure animal, even though the source of all uh, these animals are from the face of the ox and the chariot, divine chariot. 
So the donkey, however, is not a pure animal. So even though its source is also from that face of the ox, but the letters that spell this animal of Chamoir are not the same letters which spell the source, the Shur Pnei Shur. So therefore, they've, they've come in the Chilufei Tzmudes, switches and exchanges of the letters, as is explained in the Shtefer Shalbenim Tanya, in the second part of the Tanya, that the lower level creations, meaning the types of creations which are, which are on a lot lower level, like here, the donkey, which is not a pure animal, they receive their energy from, from the letters of the ten utterance of, utterances of creation, but only through tmudis to tmudis, switches and exchanges of those letters. So in the end, basically, it's a very, very diminished and contracted ray from those original from the original energy of the ten utterances. And that is why we see that the chamoir donkey is not the same letters as the shayr, as a pnei shayr, the face of the ox and the chariot, to show that it is it is the it, even though it descends from that level, it sources from the the face of the ox and the chariot. It's only from a diminished, contracted ray, uh, external ray from that level, and even more contracted and diminished than the actual physical ox down here. Because now we're talking about a chamoir, a donkey, which is not a pure animal. Um, this implies that the letters of the chamoir of the donkey, which are the life force of the donkey. They come to this donkey in, with through many switches and exchanges of the letters and exchanges of exchanges of those letters. To the extent that this godly energy from this sublime source of the, of the face of the ox and the chariot descended and became a impure animal, which is impossible to uplift. We can't eat a impure animal, God forbid, and use that energy to pray to Hashem and to learn Torah better. Even if we do use it for that sake, it's not going to be uplifted because it's so far down. The energy is so, the godly energy within it is so trapped and engulfed within this physical object that there's no way to uplift it, to redeem that energy. That shows that the, it's so far from its, its spiritual source because it came through many, many contracted uh, diminishments, which are implied by the fact that it doesn't have the same letters, the same name, because the name has been switched and exchanged, all the letters in that name have been switched and exchanged and exchanges upon exchanges, which imply many, many diminishments. Nevertheless, even though we just said that the energy is so diminished and so descended so far down that it cannot be uplifted and therefore it's an impure animal, nevertheless, there is some type of ascent which we can bring about in the klipa of the chamer, in the um, impure animal of the donkey, which is like a klipa, which is like a shell, because there is a, it comes from the shalish klipsa tmeis, the three impure shells, which imply that the godly energy within this entity is so diminished, is so concealed that we cannot redeem it at all. But there is some type of ascent which we can bring about in this klipa of the donkey. Like it says about the um, tribe of Yisachar, it says that his um, Yaakov's blessing to him is that he should be a Strong bone donkey, which what does that mean? So we see that Yisachar was obviously very holy, um, very very holy person being, and he's called a donkey, which is an impure creature. And what's the implication here? Rashi explains over there why do uh, why is he blessed that he should be like a strong bone donkey? That through the fact that he put his shoulder down, so to say, to take upon himself the yoke uh, 
of Torah be a gear rabba with a great, great um, toil of learning Torah. Shemiyagei which the Torah makes a person tired through its great toil, through toiling in it. And Mateshes keichi, and weakens his weakens his power, weakens his energy through the great toil that he puts in the Torah. Whether it, we're talking about the toil in the learning a lot, actually meaning in, in amount of learning, um, quantity of learning. Or also the quality of learning, he toils himself to really delve into the depths and to really, really get to the deepest idea, the deepest logic behind the behind the um, the wisdom of the Torah. Through this toil in Torah, whether in quantity or quality, that he becomes like a donkey carrying a very heavy heavy load with this great toil in the learning of Torah. Through toiling his soul, meaning toiling his uh, intellectual faculties, or toiling his body, through sitting and learning physically, in simple sense, physically a long time, sitting on his on his chair and just pushing himself physically, not to get tired and not to fall asleep and not to you know go and take pleasure in different things and eating and snacking, he just sits and learns. So we're talking about a toil, a spiritual toil in his mind and a physical toil in his body, and he becomes like a donkey that carries a heavy load, the heavy load of the, of the yoke of Torah, of the toiling in Torah, and he now is refining and uh, uplifting this klipa, this impure energy of the donkey, through becoming like that donkey of the, which, which the tribe of Yisachar was blessed to be. Now we're returning to, we said that the souls in Gan Eden, the lower level Gan Eden, they learn the spiritual core, the spiritual ideas behind the inner idea, the inner spiritual ideas behind the laws, the physical laws which we learn in this world of the Torah. And we said that, like, for example, who switches a cow for a donkey. So this is what the souls are learning about uh, when they learn this law of in the lower level Gan Eden. The Hanefesh Bahamis. So what is this idea of the para, of the cow and the donkey? We just learned the spiritual idea of a donkey and the spiritual idea of a cow or an ox. So this, now the, the, the animal soul within a person, its source is, its spiritual source is actually from the penei shirt, from the face of the ox and the chariot. But the, the, the animal soul within the person, within the Jewish person, is just like we said before, the ox, the physical ox, it didn't, the energy didn't descend too low, and that's why the physical ox you could uplift through eating it for a godly purpose. So too, the animal soul within a Jewish person didn't go down too low from its spiritual source in the Pnei Shesh. Like the Tanya says, bring from the Zayar, that the animal soul is actually a a demon from the Jewish demons, meaning... The meaning it's just the klipas nega, the 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 lighted klipa. Meaning it comes from the, it has a neutral energy which has the ability to become uh, absorbed within holiness. The animal soul of a Jewish person doesn't desire to do forbidden things. It just desires to take pleasure and to be indulged in permitted pleasures. Um, because and that shows that the because its spiritual source it didn't descend too low from its spiritual source and that's why it becomes an animal soul within a Jewish person which is from klipas neiga which means the klipa I mean it's a shell it conceals the godly energy within it but in a way of neiga neiga means light meaning the light there is a spark of energy which you can see through that shell and therefore it has the ability to be uplifted 
and refined and become absorbed in godliness, this animal soul of the Jewish person. And when the animal soul of the person, which is basically the enlivening soul, which gives the person, the human being, energy to do whatever he needs to do, the energy to go throughout his day, the energy he needs to learn Torah and to think about things and to, um, to, you know, to stay focused. So the animal soul really is the energy of the person. So when this animal soul now becomes like a donkey to carry a heavy load of through learning Torah, uh, like we said before, in a way of toil, the sakin klipa sechamir, and now is fixing this klipa, this impure energy of the donkey, which is a lot, lo- a lot lower than the actual level of the animal soul. Like you said, the animal soul comes from the klipa snoiga, from the um, neutral quality, the klipa which has a little bit of light shining through it. Whereas the klipa of the donkey is from the shalish klipa sechamir, legamini, which is from the three totally impure klipas, which totally conceal the godly energy within it, and therefore it's a impure. Um, impure animal. So now, when this animal soul is now becomes like a, do- a donkey to carry the heavy load of the toil and Torah to fix the clip of the Khmer, which is a lot lower than its actual level. There is within that, he brings about a superior quality of light. He brings about the a revelation of the highest level of godly light, godly energy. Because, like it's explained in other places, the greatest godly energy is brought about, is drawn down through from amidst the darkness. Specifically, when a person goes to the darkest places and brings and fixes them and uplifts them and reveals the godliness from within them, that is how you bring about the highest level of revelation of divine energy because this is the actual purpose that Hashem wants a dwelling place in the lowest places. And this, being that this is so low, the lowest of the low, it's from the three impure klipas, the, the, the uh, impure animal, the chamoyr, the donkey. That is where you're bringing about the dwelling place for Hashem, revealing that even that is something holy through translating that concept, transferring that concept into this realm of holiness, of the idea of toiling and carrying the heavy load of Torah. You're bringing about the purpose of creation, you're fulfilling the purpose of creation in the greatest way. Within the darkest places, bringing about Hashem, revealing Hashem's presence. So that, that draws down the highest level of divine energy. The, the greatest light is from amidst the darkness. The so, this is the idea of the explanation of the Machlif part of the Chamer, how they learned it in Ganadin. So, the Chamer, the donkey we just explained, is this low level klipa the, from the, the three totally impure klipas, which we can uplift, which the animal soul, which is the energy, the energy of the body, can has the ability to uplift through taking on itself the yoke of Torah, through toiling in Torah with its mind, with the mind, body, spirit, and. That is basically what's the idea of your uplifting this klipa of the chamer back to its source within the pnei sher, within the within the face of the ox and the divine chariot, which is like the pardo, which is like the cow. That is the source of this chamer of the donkey and actually of all animalistic animals in the world, even of the animal soul. So hamachlif, who switches the part the part of the chamer, the uplifting the chamer. The refining that clip of the chamer and uplifting it back to the source in the part. But the who is the one that's actually causing this switching or this uplifting, in the spiritual sense of the chamer back to the para, back to the pnei That is the that is the godly soul. The godly soul is what is affecting in the animal soul that it should toil itself. Uh, to such an extent, in, in in a way of like the, the the donkey carries its load, 
animal soul, which is the energy of the body, should also extend itself to such a, to such an extent that it should be totally toiling in the Torah quality and quantity, like we said before. So, who is causing this switch, this uplifting, this refinement of the of the donkey, of the clip of the donkey? It is the godly soul. And also, the refinement itself of this clip of the donkey is coming about through the study of Torah, through the involvement of the studying of Torah, specifically, which the Torah is specifically connected to the godly soul. So, not only is the godly soul affecting this beater, meaning it's causing the animal soul to toil itself past its uh, capacity, but also the Torah is causing this beater, which Torah is a godly, uh, holy item, which therefore it's connected to the idea of the godly soul. And if so, if the godly soul is the one is, who, is, um, who is bringing about this process of this switching or this uplifting, there has to be like the concept in halacha, when somebody does chalipin, when somebody switches something for another thing, which is a way of kinyan, of, of acquisition and halacha, there has to be a nehenebe chalipin, the one who's doing the switch, and here the godly soul has to have some type of benefit from this switch. So what is the, that is the actual halacha in the, in the practical sense, in our physical world, there has to be some type of benefit that the person that's doing this switch is getting. So what is the benefit that the godly soul is getting out of this switch, or out of this uplifting of the klip of the chamoyer, through affecting that the animal soul should toil, should take upon itself the yoke of Torah. What is this concept over here in the spiritual sense of the Nehenebe Chalipin? So this is what the souls in Gan Eden are involved in when they're learning this halacha of switching the cow for the donkey. They're learning the spiritual panemius, the inner core of this, this halacha, which is really implying the uplifting of the klipa of the chamoyer through the effect of the godly soul, through the effect of the godly soul, the influence of the godly soul on the animal soul, causing it to toil itself in Torah learning and also just the Torah itself, which is causing that uplifting of the of the donkey klipa, which is a godly soul type element. And that is what, and so in being this whole, that this whole thing is brought about by the godly soul, so that's what we're saying that there has to be a nan in the chalipin, that the godly soul has to be have takes have some benefit benefit from this uplifting or this switching. And this is what they're learning the Allah about, meaning in the different ways that this process of switching or the refinement is happening, the different types of birudim of refinement of the of the of the of the donkey. Uh and the fact that there is the um the partnership here of the godly soul and the animal soul together, how this um, this superior quality is split up is split up to the godly soul and the animal soul. Meaning, how much hana, how much benefit the animal soul is getting or the godly soul is getting in this refining process. So basically, the the godly soul is very involved in this and is causing the animal soul to. Um, to toil itself in learning of Torah. That's the shtatvus, the partnership of the godly soul and the animal soul in this refining process of the klipa of the chamer. And how much is each one getting out of this refining process? How much hana, how much is each one getting out of this? The godly soul is also benefiting from this uplifting of this intense klipa of the chamer, like we said, that the greatest light comes from the from the darkness specifically, from refining the darkness of this klipa of the chamer. 
and the godly soul is also having a tremendous benefit and being uplifted to an even higher level than its regular level that it usually is on. And also the animal soul is also being uplifted through this. Each one's getting a different type of benefit. And what is the specific um, benefit which is brought about to the godly soul through this refinement process? And what is the specific benefit brought about to the animal soul? So that is the different ways that they're learning about this halacha in Gan Eden, the spiritual worlds, and the different types of... Um, types of refinement and how much each soul, the animal soul and the godly soul, is benefiting from this. This is all what they are learning about in the lower level of Gan Eden, about this halacha of Hamachlif And there, here we're, we're learning right now, when we're learning this in this Sefer, the Rebbe Shab's Mimer, we are learning about the same idea, what they're learning in the lower level of Gan Eden. However, the difference is that in Gan Eden, they're, they're learning the Mahus Mamish, the literal essence of this law, the deep core of this law, and they really appreciate it in the essence of it. Meaning, they actually appreciate and they can see, we understand, oh, this is the existence, the Matthias, what's happening when these refining processes happening, that the, each soul gets a certain benefit, but we can't really see that actually happening because of our physical bodies which um, conceal that truth from us. But when the soul leaves that physical body and goes to Gan Eden, it sees the true essence of what's really happening. So now we're returning to the idea of the Oinig, which is in the Chachmah. We said that uh, the Halachis of the Torah, which are compared to hairs, is the idea of the diminishment of the ray of the, of the pleasure, which enclosed within the wisdom of the Chachmah of the Torah. And so too, the souls in Gan Eden, when they are learning Torah, they're having a tremendous pleasure within their learning of the wisdom of the Torah. So, yesh was that in case there's a tremendous pleasure in this comprehension of these laws, um, of the inner panemius of these laws in the Torah, of the Torah, uh, tremendous, amazing pleasure. I think it's without any end. Even when you learn the, the, the law, this law, in the physical world, or just the physical idea of this law, uh, without any spiritual explanations of it, there is a great time. A person has a great, uh, a great intellectual pleasure and also a great pleasure from the fact that he's learning the wisdom of Hashem. And all the more so that there's great pleasure, tremendous pleasure when you're learning the inner core and the spiritual element to the spiritual idea of this law. And similarly, in the higher level, they learn the same law, but since we're talking about the higher level Gan Eden, the level of learning is in a lot higher level, a lot greater quality. And therefore the pleasure is even more tremendous. So now there's also this concept of a para of the cow and a donkey also in the in the holy realms. So everything is created this opposite this, like it says in the verse, Hashem made everything in this world with the parallel, with the opposite. So therefore, everything that exists in the holy realm also exists in the unholy, the klipa. So these concepts that we're talking about until now, of the uplifting the donkey, the klipa of the donkey, also exist in the holy realm. As it's known, that there is this idea that there's a chamer shabayam, a donkey that lives in the sea. Like it says, the everything that there is in the dry land exists in the sea. So whatever this um, this animal or this fish that's called the the donkey of the sea, 
is pure. So therefore we see that there's a concept, concept of the donkey in the holy realm, it's pure. Which is the chesed of Kedusha, a kindness of the, in the holy realms. That's what this chamer in this, this donkey in the sea expresses, or its spiritual sources from the kindness of the holy realms. And para, however, para, um, the the cow in the holy realms always expresses its, its spiritual source is from gvura, from Hashem's uh, strict judgment. Now, what is this concept of switching the para, the para for the chamer, the cow for the donkey, which para is gvura and donkey is chesed? That that refers to the inclusion, the include the uh, the coexistence, the including of chesed of kindness with gvura. Uh, through the fact that you're chalipim, you're exchanging, which means you're exchanging, you're bringing together, you're switching one for the other, which means this idea of iskalos, the coexistence of kindness and chesed and gvura of the para and the chamer, and through causing this chalipim, this this coexistence of these two opposite uh, traits, you draw down a yisrein a'ir nailam a very very superior quality light. Godly energy, which is the revelation of the essence of the infinite energy of Hashem. As explained in the Maimur and the Kutitera, the Maimur which explains the Maimur entitled Vehenif. And who is the one, like we said before, who is the one that's causing this switching between the Chesed and Gvura, the Para and the Chamer? Before we said in the in the sense of our service to Hashem, it refers to the godly soul, which is affecting that the animal soul should bring about this refinement of the klipa of the chamer. But here, the, we're talking about in the holy realms of chesed and gvura, the one that is causing this switch, this iskalus, this inclusion, or this coexistence of these opposite midos, are is tiferes. Tiferes is what, is, is what includes within itself kindness and severity. Tiferes is in the kav is in the middle kav, which it is the coexistence. It's very definition of tiferes is the coexistence of chesed and gvura. That's why it's always characterized by rachamim, of mercy, which mercy is, has a little bit of kindness and also of severity. It takes into account the, um, it has the severity aspect because it, it, it sees the defi- deficiencies of the person that it should have mercy on, that should be kind to, but at the same time, the kindness wins over and, and the person has mercy on that person. So it is the occlusion of chesed and gvura together. Um, and this is, the, this is also what they are learning about now and uh, I never meaning this this maybe he was referring to the how they're learning about this law in the higher level Gan Eden because this is already referring to the levels the spiritual levels in the you know in the higher realms in the worlds of Atsilus this switching of the Chesed element with the Gvura element through Tiferes and this is the learning this is what they're learning about but even his scholars in the way the different ways of the inclusion of the coexistence of these Midas Vikamash and Magia and how much this divine energy is drawn down into the level of Tiferes, which includes both of them, and how much the divine energy is drawn down into the Chesedic Vuda elements. As explained in the Kutiteira, in the Maimur, and Parshas Metzorida, the Tazria, which speaks about the Machlekes in the Heavenly Academy, about if Beheres came before the Beheres came before the white hair, if the white hair became before the lesion of the um, Tzadahs. And it's self-understood that 
in this learning and this comprehension of these of this law and the spiritual realms of Gan Eden, whether in the lower level of Gan Eden, where they're learning about this law in a lower way, but in the higher level of Gan Eden, where they're seeing the true essence of the law. In both levels, they're seeing the true essence. They're not being they're not seeing the physical entrapments of this law at all. They're seeing the true essence of what's really happening here. And therefore, obviously, there is a great and amazing, tremendous pleasure in this learning. A pleasure is drawn down into this understanding of the wisdom of the Torah. Kolzeh, turning to the next page, and all this, who b'chinas saides levad, the chlolos and this is all just referred to as hairs, as only hairs. Like we said, the hair is um, the idea of only a diminished, contracted ray is drawn down into the hair follicle from the brain, and that's why a person doesn't feel it when he cuts the hair. So the hair, we said before, refers to the laws of the Torah that we said that they refers to a drawing down of just a symptom, a diminished, contracted ray of the pleasure, how it enclosed within the wisdom of the Torah. So all this learning of these laws and the pleasure which is involved in them is only like the idea of Cyrus, a diminished ray of that pleasure. Cyrus Levad, the that the general drawing down of the pleasure within to the wisdom of the Torah is only a diminished ray of that pleasure. It's not the essence of that pleasure at all. Because it's how the pleasure is not how, it's how it's being drawn down into defined, the defined limited level of Chochmah. And therefore, we can't be talking about the essence of the pleasure, which totally transcends limitation and cannot be confined into the defined and limited level of Chochmah. We'll stop there at the top of page Kuvav, two lines from the top. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the new podcast, Chassidus. This is Levi Gelb. And if anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback, please feel free to email me at rabbigelb at gmail.com. Also, please check out my website, chassidusonline.org, and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Maimur Mavur explanation on a Maimur from Torah Lukute Torah almost every week. And there you'll also find a, an archive for all our other, our older Maimarim that we've already explained on the weekly Parsha on the Yom Tovim. And also you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode, a little link to become a monthly supporter, a partner in this, uh, for this podcast. Please consider doing that. It will help greatly to allow the episodes to continue and to make them better. And... You can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or of a simcha. And to do that, please email, email me at rabbigelb at gmail. And we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of, every, of that episode. Thank you very much.